0: Hello and bonjour. My name is Nizam Farah. I know you didn't ask, but you know what really blows my foghorn? Friends, welcome to another episode of my podcast. And the title for this one is, Work Till You Die, But We Still Need You to Work. I Have a Dream. These are words that when uttered, they make people's hair stand on the back of their necks. And they make sure that the focus is on exactly where those words are coming from. Martin Luther King had a dream of a better world, a fair world that gives everyone an opportunity to be what they want as long as they work hard for it. He worked hard for the freedom of speech, for black people's rights to be equal. But look what happened to a man who stood up. Against the system. Every individual on the face of this earth has a right to say and to do what they want. Every individual has the right to be a productive individual in society. Now you can do what you want, say what you want, as long as it's not this, that, Make sure it's not that, and it's definitely not this. That's how I feel our society is today. Now, I was taught to work hard because that's what earns you the stripes for respect and opportunity. Now, I work pretty damn hard every day, and sometimes I can't keep up because to me, That is what it takes to have a good life. But I'm starting to realize, is it really? Now the American dream was the only thing that meant so much to people in the Western world. The dream migrated to our great Canadian nation and made our workforce as great as it is today. Well, I'd say maybe as good as it was four years ago. However, Canada still has great opportunities for people coming from abroad and in many other sectors that are upcoming. However, Canada still has some struggles. It really makes me happy to see that if you want to work, there's definitely no lack of it. There will always be work for someone But work is one thing, what about life? What about enjoying your youth and relaxing while you're old? Enjoying the sweet pension you worked so hard to make sure that you get and to live those golden years as golden as they should be. Now, my big question is, how come our mentality in the Western world here is live to work and not work to live? Now, this episode will be a a lot of blowing steam because it definitely is a topic that blows my foghorn. Now, growing up, I saw how hard my family worked. They came here with nothing. They barely spoke the language. They had no choice but to work hard to prove themselves and to make sure that we had food on our table and a roof over our head. That worth ethic has dwelled in my head ever since I was a little kid, and that's what I live by today. But this work to live versus live to work question has been in my mind for a long time now. And it kind of makes you wonder, why? Why is that the mentality that we have, that we need to live to work rather than work to live now i've proven myself in several times in any position that i've been in of how hard i can work but where has that led me it has led me to a life of work and not making time for what is very important to me and my family you know my family my mental health and my physical health matter a lot, but I don't do that. I don't focus on that. Maybe it's because that immigrant family mentality um, has given me a different lens to look at life, or they maybe my family taught me that you need to work this hard to prove yourself, as I've mentioned before, but what i have realized is not only an immigration mentality that focuses that work to live versus live to work mentality now live to work is a western mentality and again this is my opinion and i'll explain to you a little bit deeper why especially how inflation is at an all-time high we are forced to become slaves to the system. We become accustomed to a certain lifestyle because it has been shown to us that this is the life we need to have. I saw this TikTok video a few days ago and it was back in the day when washers and refrigeration systems first came to be invented. There's a salesperson. person He was pitching it to people, and he was saying, hey, buy this refrigeration system. Buy this washer and dryer, because this will give you more time to do things that are important to you. Now, he pitched that idea to the two wrong people, because what is the first thing they said? Why should I buy these things? They're not going to give me more time to spend with my family, they're just going to give me more time to work so I can pay them off. And what else are you going to come up with for me to work hard so I can pay that off? I don't want to work for you. Right now, I want to work for me. Now, just watching that video alone has resonated with me for ever since I've watched it. Hmm. So, we are forced to work more for you and not for me those are deep words my friends why are we buying so much stuff now to pay off so again we are becoming slaves to the system i believe the essence of this video is to show how we have become so used to the idea that we need all these things for daily life and we are willing to go into debt for stuff that we really don't need we have become part of the world where we cannot live without certain materialistic things how come i live in a world that i work so hard to be part of yet what i put out is nowhere near what i'm being given I begin having such a hard time understanding the importance of so-called essentials in our life. A roof over my head is definitely essential. But why am I paying so much tax for something that is essentially for daily life, or supposed to be mine, because I went into 400000 50,0, maybe $600,000 in debt for? Again, water is essential. And it's very important for existence, for daily life. Now, this is science, my friends. Why do I pay Halifax water to make sure that the fluoride water coming to my house is good for me? Or going to the grocery store and paying $8 for a bottle of water because it's purified. Electricity is also essential because it allows us to do everything we need. work for me to make this podcast for you guys to watch me do this podcast but why am i paying nova scotia power a shitload of my wage to make sure that we have power that is so essential not too sure if you guys see the painting that i'm putting together here but what i'm basically saying is why am i working so hard to pay so much to live i stay in close contact with my family friends in lebanon And right now, Lebanon is facing the worst recession it has ever experienced in modern history. People don't have enough money to eat or to live. But guess what? The weird part is they are figuring things out and they are living life happily, together, united. Now, another example. Many European countries pair their citizens to make sure That their families are well taken care of for a better life. Another example Japan actually has a benefit if you are an employee for a company for what they call nature or wilderness therapy. It is a benefit in their insurance to allow them to spend time and money for essential things so they can go into the wild and just absorb the beauty of nature, to absorb what is very important in life, and to allow you to be self-aware. My benefits barely cover my own therapy sessions, for fuck's sakes. Now, looking at what they get, work to live versus live to work. I'm a firm believer that you are, a com- you are in complete control of what life is and what it gives you and what you contribute to life. You can definitely change it if you're not happy. Nobody's stopping you from doing so. That means so much to me, and I preach it to many of my fellow coworkers or friends. But if the system is built for you to rely on accumulating debt, working long hours to pay off that debt, and then working even harder to live where does that control go can you then make sure you're able to take care of yourself or your family for a better life i'm starting to see that the new generation of workforces are really making sure their priorities are set straight work to live and take time for self-care to these oldies like myself it is decreasing the work ethic And showing a slack in workforce. But I definitely agree with this new generation and this new mentality. I wish I knew how to make that happen. But I am damn sure my children focus on themselves and families before becoming slaves to the system. Friends, again, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. This episode is a little bit of a mindfuck. But... I'm always welcome to questions. I want you guys' output because, again, this is what it's all about. It's all about getting united and making sure that we find solutions for a better future for us and the generation that's going to come after us. Cheers.